Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Thursday edition, we're going to try and figure out what the hell's going on with Deshaun Watson. There is a narrative that is being driven. We will explain what it is and why. We're also going to break down the Week 11 kickoff in the NFL between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. It's a must-win for somebody, and we'll tell you why that is. We're going to discuss Frank Reich's future with the Carolina Panthers because it does not feel like he's going to be there very much. Much longer. We're going to get into players only meetings. We've got some over unders we're going to talk about. Albert Breer stops by, and we got the usual shenanigans. It's all yours coming up next here. Two pros and a cup of Joe on a Thursday, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and myself, Jonas Knox. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across this country. And no matter where the hell you are listening to this program, we are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we are going to do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Yeah. 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 So we must start with the story that kind of railroaded. Just keeps on giving. Well, it just railroaded the BQ News yesterday, which was insulting, disrespectful, borderline disgusting 
right as we were going off the air, it was announced that Deshaun Watson was going to have season-ending surgery, and he's done for the year. This is following a the second MRI that took place following Sunday's win over Baltimore. It showed a bless you. It showed a Thank fracture you. in his throwing shoulder, and allegedly he suffered the injury in the first half. So. Deshaun yesterday spoke with the media about it. He talked about just sort of his his mindset having to deal with this now and then also just the advice he got from medical experts on the injury. It's very frustrating, but it's part of life. What I've been able to, to deal with, you know, in my 28 years of, of my life is just another stone that's that's in the way. And, um, you know, I have faith in myself and my Lord that, you know, I'm going to overcome it. So, you know, I'm going to be I'm going to be I'm going to be straight and um, I'm going to get through it for sure. Felt like we were turning a corner to really make a run, and I still believe we still will, you know, with the guys in this locker room. You know, I just wanted to be physically a part of it. All the experts and, and doctors was the ones that told me that it was it was no chance. So uh, you know, I pushed as far as I possibly could to you know get back out there and just try to play and, and try to push it towards after the season. But I think the best situation for I guess longevity in my career is is to be able to get immediate surgery, and that's what all the experts said. So you know, I gotta I gotta follow their their footsteps and, and go from there. So that was uh, Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. Following the news yesterday, his season is done. Does that make sense? Which part? Like, did he do? Did he do something new to injure it, where the experts were able to see it and say it? Like that? I, I'm just trying to be clear. Yeah, so, so he got an MRI done, I believe, on both his shoulder and his ankle. Yeah, because he also had a high ankle sprain, and they found yeah. that there was a broken bone that. Potentially could lead to, I believe it was like the glenoid or something like that, yeah. could lead to um, a structural damage. So at that point in time, based on the, the uh, I guess the announcement by the team, the medical experts decided to say that that's, you know, he's done for the year. The, here's the interesting thing about how this all came about. The Browns and obviously Deshaun Watson's team clearly are on the same page this time. I think when you look at what happened earlier with his shoulder and the time he missed, the Browns put the, him in a situation where there was this unknown for weeks because of what Stefanski said afterwards, saying, hey, our doctors have cleared him. That's not the case here. They're all on the same page. They come out with a report. You've got many people in the media who seem to be towing the same exact line that – I don't know if the Browns are sending the, the, the text message or if it's the agency, probably the agency. A group text? But, well, I mean, if, well, come on. We've seen this before. I mean, this isn't unique. All the agents send, you know, Schefter and some of the others, you know, their, 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 their text of what they want, and it gets put out there sometimes. And every once in a while, you forget to edit some of that copy and paste. But uh, the point is, oh no, it seems like there's very much of a um, concerted effort and making sure this is very clearly communicated what the situation was, what the injury was, when the injury happened, and why he's going to be missing the rest of the season. So the good thing is they learned from whatever happened earlier in the year of not to handle it that way. And the question now becomes, you know, what does this team look like moving forward? And I think the most interesting part of what came from yesterday was it's not P.J. Walker. Yeah. It's Dorian Thompson-Robinson, their, their rookie draft pick from this year, who in his one start – didn't play very well, 
And that's why they went to P.J. Walker in the subsequent starts when Watson was out. So the fact that they're going to DTR is interesting, to say the least. I'm just curious. I'm curious, how do you move forward? I I know you have to look at it as you're going to move forward with Deshaun Watson. But if if the trend of, of getting you know, injured and not playing because you're talking about he's a double injury recipient on this one. And and then he was a double injury recipient of it the last time as well, because it was a concussion the last time. I'm not trying to sound down on Deshaun Watson. Um, I hope he gets, gets well. I hope the, the surgery works for him. But if I'm the Cleveland Browns, don't you have some serious reservations as to what takes place moving forward with him? <laughs> I, and how do you have a legit a legit insurance policy for a $230 million quarterback? Like, how do you go out and get another quarterback if you need to go get another quarterback? You're almost you're almost stuck with using the guys that you already have on your roster. And then what do you do in the offseason? He's done for the season. What do you do in the offseason? How long does this surgery take to heal? Will he be back by the start of next season, or is it a repeat of this season? No, just I mean, a lot of questions surrounding him. Yeah, he'll be back. I mean, the interesting thing is I wonder if they look at giving up Josh Dobbs and now if they're regretting that decision based on how this, this year has played out. Only because, I mean, Dobbs has been phenomenal for Minnesota. He played well in Arizona, given the circumstances. And you could have used him, not only for the spot work during the season earlier, but now for the, for the rest of the season. I mean, this is a playoff team. If the, if the playoffs started today, this is a playoff team. Their defense is one of the best in the league. Their offense can run the football. They have playmakers. So if you can manage it and make a few plays, you can win some football games. I mean, even some of the games they lost when Dwayne Thompson Robinson started, which I believe was versus Baltimore earlier this year, which would have been an uphill battle regardless. But then P.J. Walker in one of his two starts, you know, if they take care of the football, they'll be okay. Like, if I'm not mistaken, I think between P.J. Walker and Dwayne Thompson Robinson, they've thrown eight picks yeah. in their spot duty, which is just just take care of the football, and, and they'll be okay. So um, it's, it's got to be disheartening, obviously, for Browns fans even though I still think this team could sneak in if they continue to play the way they at least they did the second half uh, versus Baltimore this past week. I mean, that was, I mean, look, and that was, and I think a tough thing for fans too, in regards to if they were like not sure of, of Deshaun Watson, he played his best half since he's been at Cleveland Brown and he did play through the ankle injury and, and everyone kind of knew he was playing banged up. That was his best half of football as a Cleveland Brown, and unfortunate, it will be the last half that he plays the season. It's weird that his two best performances, probably as a Cleveland Brown quarterback, he both got injured in because the game before he he what didn't play for the three four weeks whatever it was that was when he suffered the initial shoulder injury, and then this game was when he suffered the high ankle and then the shoulder fracture that led to him them ending a season. So it is interesting how that played out. I just and look on Monday. Credit where credit was due. We talked about how much he gutted that out because he clearly wasn't 100%. And I think he was 14 of 14 in the second half. And now you look back and see the injury to the shoulder and all that. So credit where credit is due. 
there is this real push by Schefter, NFL Network, you know, Deshaun Watson, just letting everybody know multiple medical experts told me I can't play. I really wanted to be out there. Man, oh, man, what what a performance it was. Now that you look back, he did all of that suffering the injury. Like, they're really sensitive to the narrative that was out there that Deshaun Watson either wasn't tough enough or didn't want to play. It's almost like this concerted effort by everybody involved, as you laid out. Got to get yeah. that that narrative out there. Got to let everybody know but he that, really wanted to be that, back. Well, that's because it comes across that way in the way – things are handled. I mean, I think it's more of the perception. I'll speak for myself on saying the reason why I felt as though the mentality or or the mindset just did not strike me in the way where I felt like he wanted to play. I I mean, and listen, I could have been wrong. And, and I guess that, you know, that, that is what it is. And I, you know, I mean, it's not like it's a thing I have to live with that I was wrong and I was incorrect. It was an assumption. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be all right. (laughs) I definitely am going to be okay. Um, And, and so that was my interpretation when I saw how his, his body language was on the sidelines, how he had, which he kind of handles all of his interviews with the same monotone type of approach. So you start to figure out, I've never listened to this many Deshaun Watson interviews um, outside of what took <laughs> place, um, outside of what took place. So I didn't know if there was a different way that he went about doing interviews and interacting with the media and there clearly isn't. So that's just who that's just how he sounds. That's just who he is. It just sounds very unenthused. And and for what it's worth, it's just that was my take on it. I even felt that yesterday. Like the young man just doesn't he just might be through with playing ball. I mean, I don't know. What well, I mean, you go you get this surgery, we'll see how how the the tone of it feels i mean do we hear from him do we hear about the the rehab process like look at what's going on with aaron Rodgers. we're talking about he's trying to return this season i mean will we hear of this this just amazing type of you know rehab process that he's putting in play to try to make it back and play this season or whatever it may be and I don't know what what the the time of the injury is like I said but I just don't feel like I get the the impression that he's a dude that just he he wants this he wants to play but that was my interpretation and I'm entitled to that damn right you are I think one of the things that got completely lost in context because our friends at Fox Sports Radio, whoever clips this out, is they (laughs) – I love how Jonas laughs at that. I mean, it's just – I'm just – I'm being honest. Jonas probably – I don't know. I have no idea. But the problem was is they didn't provide the context of the conversation of what we were talking about. Like we were having a a philosophical discussion about, you know – for example, if you win the jackpot, are you going to come into work the next day? Probably not. Like, like that was what that was the origin of what stemmed from that entire conversation, and then talking about load management with the NBA, guaranteed contracts. Like, those players aren't hurt; they're doing it to make sure they are able to sustain their level of play and their health for the the rest of the season. And, and so that became like part of our conversation, talking about that. The only clip we, thing we 
you know, clipped off was the trust fund thing because that was also one of those examples. I said, if you win the jackpot or you get a trust fund that someone tells you about, you know, are you as apt to want to do something? The next time? That's where all that stemmed from. And, and in context, people, that well, makes no, but, sense. Exactly. And, and, that's, and that's why I think anyone who had a problem with it, they obviously didn't know exactly what we were talking about and the, and the discussion that was going on. You know, no one was questioning his toughness or competitiveness. At least I, I was not. And the, the reality is of the situation, this injury is different. Like, this is one where you can't, especially if you're the Browns and you've invested $230 million into Deshaun Watson, you can't afford to let him go and mess up his shoulder. Like, you've put all that money, and you've now got this team to a point where if he plays like he did in the second half of last week, and that's what you get the rest of the way, you're going to be a playoff contender. Like, you're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Because their defense is that good. Their O-line's that good. They can block. They can make plays. They, you know, Amari Cooper's been fantastic. They've got all those pieces. So th- that's, the, that's the thing that stinks is you finally saw what this team was capable of going into Baltimore, beating a team that I think is <clears throat> year in, year out, probably the top of the AFC North and one of the you know, consistent playoff teams. And, and you saw a team that could come back in the fourth quarter down by two touchdowns. And, and now you don't have your, your starting quarterback for the rest of the season. So you got to wait to next year to see what that looks like. So it's just frustrating. I think it's frustrating for everyone involved. I'm sure it's frustrating for Deshaun. It's frustrating for the Browns. It's frustrating for the fans. And, and look, man, I... I it, you know that's that's the game of football, but it feels like it hits the Browns just more than anyone else for whatever reason. And also, anybody that's like saying, "Well, uh, how do you feel now if you've questioned Deshaun's toughness?" First of all, the only thing that should be called into question is how bad the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson butchered the original message that was surrounding his injury, and and that that was that was all anybody we were that asking, played a major part. Jonas. Asking a great point. Asking questions like, "Wait, that doesn't make sense. He was cleared medically, but he didn't play." Like that didn't make sense. They're just it, it was step by step. The whole thing was just ruined by the Browns during the process. And so, if you ask questions because the answer you're getting doesn't make sense, you know you're not going to look back on it and go, "Oh, well, well." Upon further review, I feel awful for it. No, you you had poor messaging all the way through. And to Brady's point, I think that's why everybody got on the same page. The agent, every insider, the Browns front office probably got on a Zoom call and said, all right, here's what we're going with. Why'd you start with the agent, though? Why'd you start with him first? Well, it just feels like, because you know. He's the one, he's the one behind the scenes. Trust me, he is. And here's the other thing. Is the, the agent wants what happened in the past to go away. Like, they, they do. And so they don't want that to be discussed and brought up. Like, if you want to be real about it, like – when you have the stuff that went on in the past, like they don't want that to be brought up again. So they'll try to manipulate the narrative to point the finger somewhere the, else. The massage gate. Oh yeah. The massage they don't want, they, they, uh, they want that to go away. They want, oh, they want oh. all of that. To they don't not want be nobody associated. bringing up the fact that he had a whole bunch of massage therapists over and over and over again. Yeah. Trust me. New ones. Trust me. They, they got they, a lawyer. That agency wants it all to know, go away. Wanted to be paid for yeah. what took place. You know, they don't uh, want that to come up in the media anymore. No. Well, I mean, they should probably stay, stay off social media because I had a couple of memes that were sent over to me that are <laughs> people are savages, man. They do not. 
Uh, they do not care. Can you elaborate? Um, you know, uh, hey, uh, first glimpse of Deshaun Watson's rehab process with a therapist, oh, and then it's, oh, it's like that. Okay. I mean, fill in the blank. Huh. You know, he just okay. <laughs> did. Y'all see the not, one? Did y'all see the, the one the of predator? where you had on the the, the predator? predator helmet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had him oiled up. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the Predator helmet on. <laughs> oh, man. These people are ruthless, man. We don't condone that on this show. It does sure. It does make you wonder how his – it makes me wonder how his rehab process will go. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, if I'm telling the truth, I just feel like the whole thing has has never found a, a place of, of normal – it's just there's nothing normal about the scenario no, with this dude. Never. It's always something. It's oh, you know be interesting. Yeah. Well, listen. I wonder if we'll get a play by play of where he's at in a, his his you know recovery process and and they document you know how he's handled just to make sure that they can try to continue to try to distance him from that that you know, damning narrative that that was attached to him associated with what took place with the massages. From, from what I hear, spotty Wi-Fi in those places. So I'm not sure if we're going to get any video coverage of what was going on. Oh, so, oh. But, I mean, listen, we know what he likes using, but if you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com forward slash cashback debit discover bank member FDIC. All right, so we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. we got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got over-unders to get you set for the kickoff of week 11 later on tonight. Albert Breer's going to stop by. We've got you in and you out. It's all yours here as, again, we take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. But we do have ourselves a coach who could be coaching his final games in the NFL, and he just got there. We'll tell you who that is next. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. All right. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Man, when I hear music like this, it just makes me think of like uh, going into a Hollister or an Abercrombie. Uh, What's that? I don't know. This feels like something they would play. You know. You know, Sam usually has a purpose for for these types of songs. Was there was there something connected to why you played this one in particular? Yeah, Sam? Come on, Sam. No, I just picked this out earlier tonight. This is just Daft Punk. You know, just picked it out earlier tonight. Okay, all right. Okay. No, no all significance. Right. It was Sunny and Cher yesterday. I got you, babe. Yeah, it was that. You know, he's very yeah. uh, very particular about the music he plays. And Papadakis um, I, I, clearly I, doesn't like uh, Cher's derriere. No, he does not. No, wow. Not yeah. Yeah. That, that I, was way, I, I, Sam, I appreciate you working hard to make sure the songs reflect our show. I do, too. It yeah. actually makes my job easier just to kind of go with music that is uh, a re- little recall on the topics that have been discussed. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it, though. It's, it's nice how you work it in there. Jonas called sometimes, you guys babe, so, you know, thought yeah. I'd go with so, Sometimes you got, you'll have, like, two or three different options and you like go with a specific one where I'm like that's Sam he, yes that's the direction he went <laughs> what about what about when you and I huh. thought for sure thought for sure man Friday in Dublin not a chance in hell he's not playing Dropkick Murphys nope never made it I did the play rotation. It. no, no I did no, it was didn't. the last song I played you're, nope. you're, you're, you have selective memory no it here. wasn't no the, it wasn't the bumper not, coming not, back not, not the song we thought well you, you that's never the play, thing is I you don't... never played Notre Dame's 
like coming out song. I'm not playing the basic B music, okay? I'm oh I'm going to yeah. play the deep cuts. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. We only sides. had like 3,000 people over <laughs> that bar waiting for it. And no, I was no playing deal. Irish music, a lot of Irish music. So yeah, did my 3,000 people who were waiting to hear the Fighting Irish like Dropkick Murphy song. Yeah. Oh, That's all. Okay. Well, That's you could have right. told me. Well, I, I did on, tell this you. It's not you. We took pictures. We sent them to you. Yeah. I think that remote went pretty so well. So Notre Dame comes comes out to ship me off to Boston? Yeah. You hear that? Oh, dun, 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 dun. It's actually pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... That's a great I, song. It's just dope. overplayed, Brady. Well, here, can you, play, can you play it for us now since you didn't back then? Oh, and we yeah, can give good. LeVar a little feel for it. And, and can we actually take that podcast and insert this into the podcast to actually make that show sound the way it should have sounded? But he's downloading that anymore? Like, I just want to see... You know what my biggest question... Oh... Oh, oh, here it is. That's what I'm talking oh. about. And that, like, and it hits. I mean, it, that would be fire. It, it would be yeah. fire. This could be That's like, what I'm saying. Like, it's so appropriate for the... I'm getting fired up right now. It's like... This makes me think of The Departed. That's what I'm saying, but it makes you feel yeah, like you're going does. into a fight. But if you're, seeing, if you're seeing a whole bunch of big-ass football players walking down, you know that that's their intro music. That's, and this it's is Notre like, Dame. It's got to get you pumped You could up. imagine this is playing underneath a highlight from back in, like, you know, just random year, like 2006. Third and ten for the Irish. I mean, Quinn back to throw. Quinn. Looking right. Quinn got to scramble back over to his left. Quinn fires. Samarja's got it. Touchdown. Touchdown, Irish. I I don't see. This song wasn't out. No, it wasn't. And on top of that, I don't see this song relating to that. Like, this song is like, this is defense. This is like hits. This is the offensive lines blowing up dudes. And, like, this represents the physicality. When you walk out, you want your opponent to know, like, you're going to be in a fight for four quarters, every minute that's on that clock, every inch of this field, you, we're going to fight you for it. Like, that's what this song represents. I love this. Can I ask a question? Because it made me think about the question I asked myself when I was getting recruited, and I really, really thought about Notre Dame, like really, like heavily, because it's kind of like the same type that of school. Gold helmet. All right, but here's here's what I I couldn't get an answer to. I couldn't figure out how can I be a fighting Irish when I'm not Irish. Well, it's it's kind of like on St. Patrick's Day. Do you drink? Yeah, but and it's weird. I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. It's like trying to talk in an Irish language. We're all Irish on St. Patrick's Day. All right, celebrating game day. Yeah, football dude, not even game day. Just while you're there, man. When, once you're there, then you're or, part of. But you're, you're a fighting, fighting Irish Irishman. Your life. You're a fighting Irishman every day of your life. Yes, I, I do oh, fall into that category. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of. I just thought that was kind of weird to me. Like the whole leprechaun thing for me. I was like, I'm not a leprechaun. Well, you're also not. So an I'm going to go to lion. Penn State. Yeah, but you're also not an actual. Oh, I'm an actual. Lion. Oh, I'm an actual lion, bro. <laughs> oh, I am. That's Rawr. why I'm the king of the mammals. Yeah. Rawr. And you know, Lamar. Rawr. Hey, wait, wait, hold on. Jonas, do the, do the Nittany Lion sound. Rawr. No, you were doing it last week. Say what you want, Lavar. That's actually really good. I, I, I was hearing that. I was listening to that just for game. It reminded me of Jonas. Oh, I was like, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. You just got to sound like a drunk getting waterboarded, and that's really just... Do it one uh, more time. 
That's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, it worked out well. I don't for know you. how I feel about it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I guess in context, I guess you're right, Q. It's like I'm not a real lion. Why well, be? A, uh, I'm not no, a real. I wasn't a real Indian when I. I wasn't an Indian when I played for the North Hills Indians. So. You know, I wasn't a Redskin when I played oh, for Washington oh, while gosh. they were still that. Oh, my gosh. Well, while they were still known as that. Sam, I mean, well, that's the team. Like, wow. You're, you're going to get us thrown off the air because of this. It is interesting that, that is Sam. That is the team I we're played okay. for. See, I don't get that. Like, okay. That I is never the know. team that I played for. I yeah. never know when we're safe. I never know. Yeah, that's exactly the way I want it. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Damn. You, you actually want us to know we're safe don't you and i just went through the hr training i just did that yeah i did too i passed by the way i did too flying colors yeah, my wife does mine oh geez oh are you okay, serious okay, that's amazing okay well go what did i think of that <laughs> let's go ahead. that is so amazing i don't i don't need no hr training man i don't mess with nobody i don't i've done my i've done nobody my nobody yeah, I don't mess with nobody. And for what it's worth, we're not there while anyone like life is not civilization is not awake where we're at during the time that we're yep. working. Safe so harbor. what would we need training for? Good call. We don't, we wouldn't need to exercise it. And I mean, outside of if there was an exchange between, you know, us or, Joe, uh, you know, Sam or Lee or something like that or Eddie. You know, if we were getting into it, which that's possible, you know, <laughs> that's possible. But I, I think we kind of work wow. through those those issues the way that they should be worked through. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, we listen. got bro code. We got a little bro code going. So coming up next here in another edition of In Case You Missed It, we're going to tell you the tale about a head coach in the NFL, a guy who's had some success in the NFL. He's even been to the playoffs before. Apparently... It may not last that much longer based on what we heard so far this season and what we heard yesterday, and you will hear from him. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of joe here live from the TireRack.com studio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up top of next hour, we'll call it uh, 15 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. It is a massive, massive game for one team involved in the kickoff of Week 11, and I would argue maybe even a season-determining game based on how things have gone thus far. So we'll get into the details on that for you again coming up 15 minutes from now here on FSR. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, though, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap. Good morning, everybody. Morning, Jonas. Morning, Brady. Morning, LeVar. Good morning. Good morning, guys. In case you missed it, the worst team in the NFL is making a change. Panthers head coach Frank Reich announced that he is taking over the offensive play calling duties, adding that Thomas Brown will do the installments during the week. But on game day, Frank himself, hey, hey Brady, Frank Reich himself will be uh, making those play hey, calls. Hey, Lee. Hey, guys. Oh, interesting. I mean, you know, seems like everything's going fine there. Year one for Frank Reich. Yeah. Multiple, uh, cha- multiple play calling changes, meetings with the owner every week. They won one game. Perfect. You know? <laughs> I mean, he's going to get canned, right? Like, it's over. Amazing. It feels that way. That's for sure. <sighs> you know what I always wonder? I, I, I wonder, like, when you see, all right, Matt Rule gets, uh, I forget how long his deal was, but. Seven years. Made it what? What was, was it again? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. And he made it, what, three? Yeah. And then, and, and they said at one point to him, they're like, and it, by the way, he didn't make it a full three. And you could tell he was frustrated because he was like, hey, this is like a, we're trying to build up this franchise. And so, and honestly, like, I don't mean to sound demeaning to what the team has been this year in Carolina. And obviously talking and doing a game earlier in the year, the staff was kind of like, yeah, we're kind of rebuilding what was done previously. And I'm like, well, they previously like were a seven win team. Like it didn't feel like they were that far off. Like they were running the football well. They played good defense. It just seemed like the quarterback situation they could never figure out from, you know, Bridgewater to uh, Baker to Darnold to uh, P.J. Walker was there at one point to, um, I think, you know, Dalton obviously is there now and Bryce Young. Like, it just seems like that's been kind of the missing component. But now the, the, the odd thing is they had so much turnover on the roster where it's they kind of, I don't know, they, 
kind of took away from what was like a, a decent team. Like they could probably use DJ Moore. <laughs> they, they could they could use some of the pieces. And Christian that McCaffrey, like Christian McCaffrey, like the team's probably operating crazy. a little bit better right now if they had those guys. I, I just at what point, and I know Frank Reich's the the easy target here, but isn't Scott Fitter the GM got to be called into question if, if we're going to play this game to where he gave up a lot to go get Bryce Young? Or how about Delap? <laughs> <laughs> The lap's always called it. Maybe he's the blame. Maybe he's the blame. I don't know. I just, uh, it it feels like Frank Reich's kind of spinning his tires. Hey, go. Yeah, it's not. And so that'll make, if if they fire Frank Reich, that'll be since David Tepper's gotten there in five years, he will have made three coaching fires in in five years. Yeah. I mean, that's Dan Snyder territory. (laughs) And... I, th- I think a lot of the newer owners, because again, they've they've made money elsewhere. They feel like they can turn things around quicker. I, I don't know, and, and maybe maybe they maybe you can't. It, it's it's tough to figure it out, only because if you look at the Bengals, like everyone sees when Joe Burrow gets there, all of a sudden they're a, a title contending team. At least you feel like that because Burrow's there. Um, I, I just I feel like there's there's more to it though. Like look who he's throwing to when they have Chase and, and, and Higgins and Boyd and the defense need to be built up so they can have a shot at competing. You know, I, there's so much more that goes into it, but I think we try to simplify it and go, Oh, it's that one guy, it's that one piece. Once they get that, they'll figure it out. It's like that's ah, Eleven on eleven, man. You're still gonna have a lot of different pieces to make it work. And, and look, uh, Zach Taylor won six games his first two years in Cincinnati. Like, but they didn't. They pay, they were like, okay, well, we're just gonna continue on. And then you add uh, pieces, and next thing you know, yeah, they're in a Super Bowl. Like, I just, I feel bad for Frank Reich, and and we've talked about it before. You get a couple of chances at this, and then there may be not going to be a third. There's and, just no patience either. You know, there sucks. really is no patience in any of it. What else we got, Lee? Guys, in case you missed it, a little bit of a back and forth yesterday between 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan and a reporter who was asking whether or not Brock Purdy might be might be being confused by outside sources, those being uh, coaches outside of the team. Take a listen to the back and forth. Instruction from either you or what he's heard from other people. Make sure it's all kind of straight in his head. I don't know anybody of coaches who's got other coaches from outside the building. Brock Purdy's got, you know, a throwing coach in Jacksonville. He's got a guy who he grew up with. Yeah, those are like strength and conditioning coaches, but in terms of throwing, they just work on the mechanics of throwing. Well, those guys are, I mean, they're quarterback coaches. I mean, Dan Minucci's a guy who trains quarterbacks. Oh, I understand. I don't think you understand. Um... <laughs> Coaches in this building, we don't sit in like you don't talk mechanics all week. You prepare them for a game plan. That's what you do in the season. Um, you get them ready for the offense that we're running, the defense that we're going on. Um, when you work to improve your footwork and arm strength, just like a wide out in the off season, they go to improve how they drop their hips, how they do quickness off the line. <clears throat> they do cone drills, stuff like that. Um, but when you're here and you get it by position coaches, it's not. It's it's about football and preparing for the game. So you don't. That doesn't happen during the year. <laughs> I understand. I don't think you understand. Yeah. You, you just put him in a body bag. And, and that that was one of those, like, win for all the people who are like the, you know, you didn't play the game. <laughs> like, I, I know, in all seriousness, in the media business, people hate it when former players coaches, like, use that card. That was that card, and it's awesome because he's right. Like, he's, he's providing perspective. Someone in the media is trying to draw a comparison to a private quarterback coach. 
thinking that that guy's watching tape and breaking down film with them of what he's doing. <laughs> By the way, if he's breaking down film, he's just doing it to show the mechanics of it. He's not overstepping his boundaries. Uh, by the way, that the, the way his tone there reminded me so much of Brady. Like, just, like just the it I, was I, a Brady Swinney type of response. Because Quinn hits me with that quite bang, a bit. Bang. I don't think you understand. <laughs> bang bang. Like, no, I understand what you're saying. How, how, how does Kyle Shanahan taking care of business there? All of a sudden, I catch straight. That's not. Like, it's, that it's my, is true. It's my uh, favorite. That is true. You know what, Jonas? That's jacked up. No, no, man. it's not jacked and up. I walk right into it. Listen, I, mean, I, I thought right that segment was about Kyle Shanahan no, and Brock no, Purdy. It's it's one of it my was. it's one of my it's one of my favorite things about bang, Brady, bang, bang, and, bang. and I call it the dismissive tone. It just it's so quick hey, and so look, fast. And he's still going, and you can't even. It's great. It's great. I love um, it. Uh, by the way, if I was going to go coach for, like, one coach, it'd be Kyle Shanahan. I, I love that dude. I oh. think he's super smart, and I think he's – he just – he, like, he knows how to maximize his players and what he's got. I mean, and, look- and, and, and honestly, it comes off as dismissive, but I also feel like he's trying to educate that guy because clearly that guy is confused. You hey. know, like, these, like, when you go work with a quarterback coach in the offseason – you're not doing – you're not working on scheme. You're not game planning for your opponent like he's talking about. You're literally doing stuff for your arm. You're doing stuff for your mechanics to make sure that's more consistent. And, so, al- and also, look at the assistants true. on Kyle Shanahan and staff that have gone on to had success. D'Amico Ryans, Mike McDaniel. Like, there's something going on there. Like, and, and so he's, he's doing something there right. And so – it's McVay. You go back to yeah. the – you know, everyone attributes McVay and Gruden because they, they sound very similar, but – McVay was on that the Washington staff, and then Lavar Le- ran him out of town in Washington. I mean, Whoa. it's unfortunate. What no. happened there. Are you just trying to get everyone no, involved? Right no, now, I'm just wow. Just feel like no, he was no. there. The he coach had... in Miami talks like them too. He's got the same way of communicating. What does he sound like? They got that. Uh... <sighs> oh wow! I don't think you understand. <laughs> what else? He's way more energetic these days. I don't like the new Mike Daniel voice. I, I like the old one. <laughs> I like the old one. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free <laughs> 